Welcome to Author Express, where you get to discover the voice behind the pages of your favorite book. I'm your host, Shauna Rodriguez, and I'm glad you chose to be here with us. I'm looking forward to the author we have to chat with us today. Paulette Stout writes fast-paced contemporary women's fiction novels, each focusing on a different social issue. Some topics may be ones readers have never even pondered. Others may be more familiar, but with a fresh twist. Regardless of the theme, Paulette delivers lively, readable prose that keeps you turning pages. Lainey Cameron said she felt pulled into Paulette's latest novel, What We Never Say, describing it as a fascinating novel hitting on an important topic with a romantic throughline and a go get em style happy ending. Author Jen Craven said she was drawn to the complexities of relationships and wondered how each character would be resolved and was not disappointed. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Paulette. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Yes, I'm excited to get to learn more about your book that's coming out and the book you already have out. So tell me a little something interesting about where you are from. Um, I grew up in Manhattan, and it's someplace that, you know, a lot of people go and they think of this fast-paced business thing. But for me, it was all about the local neighborhood mm. growing up and going to the fish market and going to the bakery mm-hmm. and going to the appliance store and having, you know, waiters yell at you, you know, to be polite to your parents. And it was also about the this bold personality that New Yorkers were known for, but there's a lot of love behind that personality. And it's uh-huh. almost kind of like communities within a community. And I don't know if people always think of New York that way. And that's, yeah. that, that's how it was when I grew up, at least. Yeah, and it's actually really walkable and every, because it isn't car-centric. It's like different in a sense, too. Yeah, I used to walk, you know, two miles one way to work and then back. <laughs> and then I moved to the suburbs and I was like, wow, there are no sidewalks here. It was like, and it was so dark. Like I, I, you know, there's just streetlights in every corner. And I didn't realize that lights on the highways like wasn't a thing, you know, in other places because it's just so well lit. And yes. it was just super dark, super, super dark. So that is was, so funny. I, it was, I had trouble sleeping when I left New York because it was too quiet. Like I was used to the ambient noise and the buzz and I had to get used to the quiet. Now I really love it. Yes. It's a big, it's a big difference though. Huh? It's a huge difference. Yes. Yes. So what was the last thing that made you laugh really, really hard? But all right, this may be a little inappropriate, but I'm going to tell you anyway. So <laughs> I love that. I Lord got out of the shower and I don't know, something I had to do on my computer. So I have this big towel wrapped around me and I have a standing computer. So I'm like standing at the, my computer and then one thing onto another. And I'm just like standing there in my bath towel <laughs> working. And then my husband comes out of his office on the hall and he looks at me and he says, we didn't have time to get dressed. And I don't know. It just, <laughs> it just like struck me. I just giggled for like 20 minutes after that. Cause I completely forgotten that I wasn't dressed. dressed. I just started working and I totally forgot about the whole clothing situation. Yes. I've actually done that where I've like left the house and realized, oh wait, I was going to finish doing my makeup or my hair after I did one thing and I never did my hair or my makeup. And yeah. I just kept going with my day and left the house without ever doing that. Yeah. Or just like walking out in your slippers. Cause you, forget you're not wearing shoes and you know stuff like that yeah there's just too many things to keep track of yeah i guess yeah. i completely feel I just like my that. husband just has this amazing sarcastic he just you know, we've been together for 32 years and it's just kind of like he gets me and he just like makes me laugh so i love i enjoy that so that that's was the good. last one that was this week so that's, that's, chuckle. that's nice it's nice that something makes you laugh i like that that's yeah combination what we never say came out in november 2022 and the audiobook is coming out in early 2023 yeah is that yes. correct? Yeah. And your first book, when did it come out? 
that came out in September of 2021. And Love Only Better. Love Only Better. It's kind of the semi-autobiographical thing around my own journey to understand my own pleasure life. And, you know, I just had some troubles finishing in the bedroom and I just was kind of sick of it. So I kind of jumped through all kinds of crazy hoops to uh-huh. fix and figure it out. Oh, this is what everyone's talking about. And then when <laughs> I finished that journey, I was like, like, I have to write about this. You know, this yeah. is crazy. Like, I can't be the only one that has this problem. And the more that I researched the book and learned about how only like 33% of heterosexual women finished in the bedroom and well, compared to like really? 77% of heterosexual men and the same kind of disparities hold regardless of gender identity. So lesbians are lower than gay men and bisexual women are lower than bisexual men. So it's like a biology thing yeah. and it holds that we just kind of get in the short end of the stick. And I think I have, a, I have a theory about the genre of women's fiction being a, a little sexless because <laughs> like everyone's just like, I'm just like, it's bad and I want to, I don't want to talk about it, you know? Yeah. So I do add a little bit of spice in my book that's more for the genre, but I just feel like we need to spice it up a little bit because it's a part of our lives and it's an important part of our lives, but I feel like a lot of women don't know what they're missing. So yeah. they just kind of don't bother. They think it's just bad mm-hmm. and they just... And just accept it like it's supposed it's, to be exactly. that way and instead of recognizing no 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 you can you can change that <laughs> yes let's change it's that it's a skill it's a skill that you learn like anything else well know? nobody's teaching that skill no one is teaching that skill and yeah. it's really interesting because when you know in at least the united states when we have you know sexual education in schools it's really taught from a very male-centered perspective of how men experience pleasure it doesn't address how women experience pleasure which is very different and you know, women don't know that there's extra kind of futzing you got to do to make yourself feel good. And there's extra stimulation and all this. There's all kinds of stuff that we just don't say, even know. Sex ed is about pleasure. I don't know where you went to school, but in my small town, it was sex ed is about not getting pregnant. Yes. Yeah. But, but that was maybe where I grew up. I don't but. know. I'm, I'm trying to think about the seventh grade, but just okay. the mechanics of sex. Yeah, yeah the mechanics of The it, mechanics yes. of yes. sex. Yes. Are, you know, it's like. Yes. Very... Well, it requires, like, finish the act for men usually involves pleasure. Yeah. And there's no finishing of acts for women or pleasure involved in the conversation. You can get pregnant. Like, it increases your likelihood of getting pregnancy if that's involved. But exactly. It's not... And then when you think about our media and yeah. our culture and our movies, it's all about how men experience pleasure, you know? Yeah. And, yes. you know, so definitely something you understand from age and there was not conversations about how no conversations and i was raised by a single dad i god love him we never had the birds and the bees talk i had no idea what the hell was going on when i started you know having my flowers i had no idea what was going on so when it came to sex i was just really clueless so that's why i kind of went on that journey and that's the journey that i cover in the book love only better and but there's like a romance and there's other things going on in it too and then in my latest it's the same universe mm-hmm. but in the characters of in the first book but it's a completely different story and i'm calling it a book one because i'm gonna have a different type of books so i'm gonna have some books that are like single character povs and it's just like them by themselves and some books will be a couple in a larger story what we never say that was in november is in the second ladder so it's some people are a little confused about is it a book one or is it a book two but it's it's a book one in this new kind of multi-pov approach 
Just they're all in the same universe and yeah. connected in that way. But right. yeah, so it's kind of nice. It feels it's, familiar. It is. So okay. people who have read the second book, you know, love it and they didn't necessarily miss anything not reading the first book. Gotcha. And if people wanted to go back and read that one first and then read through, and that's fine. You can do it either way, but you don't have to go back and read the first book. Way so there is a stand. They're both standalone stand for now, and for there now. will be one that probably will depend on this first book. Right. And the, the next, next one I'm working on, that's like a different character from this universe. So. Gotcha. And it won't be a standalone, though. It needs to have this. First no, this book. will be book two for Bold Journeys series, and it'll be around the character Barbara, who is. Um, the main character, Rebecca's best friend, and she's like this really awesome character that people love. She's like the professional, smart, you know, lawyer, and mm-hmm. you know, she's a black woman. And, you know, I'm just writing a little bit about, you know, the black female experience in the workplace and the challenges that they're encountering and, you know, the glass ceilings and things like that. You know, so it's got, it's going to touch on race and class. Uh, a race bit. And other things to light. Yeah. Yes. So. so that definitely sounds like part of your work is bringing these messages. How do you manage to bring these messages in a way that isn't preachy but connects to your audience in a meaningful way? Is that something that you have had a hard time working with? Does that come easy to you? I think it's really important because I've seen it maybe done as well. And what I think is a better approach to expressing those mm-hmm. points of view and touching on those social topics is to build it into the story, build it into the character arcs. And have the reader come along with you and experience the consequences for the bad thing and see how it could be better and have them experience the consequences of whatever situation you're you know experiencing so in my latest one it's a male survivor of you know unwanted sexual coercion so what's the reality around that and how can we expose that in a way that makes people view it and then maybe i've never thought about it before and mm-hmm. i've read some stories where you know authors have really an opinion mm-hmm. and they characters you know they might have been like strolling down the beach and all of a sudden they're up on a soapbox and there's a long monologue or internal exposition about a topic and the world and how awful things are or how things seem to be changed and how frustrating and it's like okay for me you're listening to the author you're not experiencing yes something it the breaks the third wall yeah. and now i'm as a reader i'm like that's the author talking there that's yeah. not Jane, the person who I was just walking on the beach with, now it's like author kind of breaking through. And I feel like it takes the reader out of the story is not necessarily helpful. Yes. So I grew up in a small town and I know that the reason I learned about other cultures, other ways of being, other ways of thinking was through characters and through reading. But it was, again, like through their experiences and through seeing things through their eyes. Yeah. So that exactly. like the magic of books and reading is that experience. Right. So, you know, so if you're writing about prejudice, show the consequences of prejudice. So yes. the consequence, so the so how hurtful it is to the people who are experiencing it, and so how unfair mm-hmm. to their lives and their careers, and how ugly it is when it happens for the people that are propelling it. So, to me, that's much more powerful, powerful, and potentially you know mind changing than if you just got in a soapbox and started talking about how prejudice yeah. is bad and don't be prejudiced. You know, yeah. so yeah, because people honestly don't know the stories. I know just even on my, I have another podcast called The Grit Show. And one of my guests, um, it's not going to air until January, but just her talking about an experience that she had and really hearing from her, right. her experience is so much more powerful than having somebody say, like, don't do this, don't do this. Don't. Yes. Like, if you hear what happened to her and why people react the way they do because of how they really do experience these things, 
that's so much different than somebody just telling you, oh, don't do that. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. So that's that's, that's yeah, my that's my advice. Different. Yes, that's powerful. That's very powerful. What piece of advice do you think has been most helpful for you in your writing journey? Uh, I think that there's no one right way to do this writing. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has to have their own path and everyone writes in a different way. Everyone works at a different speed. There are different topics mm-hmm. and inspirations that we each have and universes and planets and, you know, time yeah. periods. And I like really floral prose. I like really short tight prose i like lots of sex life notes like and then whether you plot or whether you are a discovery writer you know there's no one right way and it can be really easy when you're starting out to look for guidance you look online you read listen to podcasts like mm-hmm. and you look for what's the right way and there isn't one so yeah. find your voice and find just you know read and no you know don't not do all those things for researching but don't feel like you have to be prescriptive and follow someone's mantra if it's not working for you. Mm-hmm. you know, take little bits of what you learn and compile your own user manual for how you want to approach your writing. Yeah, because you'll find somebody else who says the exact opposite. Exactly. The exact <laughs> opposite. That's yes, wonderful. So what is the best place for people to be able to find you? Um, the best place is on my website, paulettestout.com. I'm pretty active on Instagram at Paulette.author, which is also my Facebook handle. And you can reach me on Twitter at Stout Content. Wonderful. Those are all being the show notes. So you guys can find that to find her more easily. And what book or story inspires you the most? What book or story inspired me the most? I'm sorry. I don't have a good answer to this. I do love... It's very sexy. It's um, Fanny by Erica Jong and it's like this period crazy romp of like pirates and all kinds of strange time period and written in old Englishy uh-huh. type you know prose but I just there was just a this freedom and abandon to the way she wrote that uh-huh. was just like she just she kind of went there and didn't care and there's that bravery behind all of that that I find very appealing that's great. Thank you so much for joining us for Author Thank Express. Thank you. And a quick Thank moment. you. Go out and buy my book. Okay, <laughs> go out and buy Paul Inspect. Do it, do it. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for joining us. We hope you take a second to give us a couple stars or a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And we'll be here again next Wednesday. Follow us on Instagram at Author Express Podcast to see who's coming up next. Don't forget, keep it express, but keep it interesting.